Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to The Daniel Baldwin Show. This is Anthony Munoz, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN. Hi, this is Bruce Smith, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show. Hi, this is Cornelius Bennett, and you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show here on ESPN. Jim Kelly, you're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is Chris Berman, a.k.a. The Swami. I am predicting that you are listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Dean Kane. You're listening to The Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, and so am I. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> I'm really jazzed up today. Cool. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Josh did this. If I'm in a bad mood today, it's because of Josh. Why is it? Why, are you, why would you be I was in a bad just, mood? I was just kind of talking day. to Josh about what I had to do today. And whenever I say I have a lot of work to do, he does this obnoxious thing. Wah. Yeah, that. <laughs> wah, wah. Poor baby. You wah. have a lot of work to do today? Yeah, there's a lot going on. What's going on, buddy? Well, I've got... Uh, can we... I help you with anything? No, not really. No, you, you can helping. help him. You can help him with something. We wow. were, we were uh <laughs> Where are we going? We're uh, working on our little... Uh, Next uh, war escalation with the Levitard show. That yeah, he, why are we escalating this? I thought we were like everybody was bros again. Okay, hang on, hang we on. We are bros, but it's kind of now. So, it has gone from, to, gone to be accurate day. about the the uh, the the war, the spat, the game, whatever you're going to call it that we have with Levitard and Stugatz. So, what has happened is, is that since Alec and I called in and did the Nostra Dumbass segment, as Polly calls it, uh, and I went only one for four, which I predicted the one game that would, was worth betting on. Um, they buddied up a little bit. They mm-hmm. did buddy up a little yeah. bit. Hey, you know what? You know, so so um, Levitard turns around and says, you know, well, yeah, we want to be nice because we want Alec on the show. So that's not really actually being nice to me, number one. Where do you say that? That, that's what I hear after we got off. Oh. I, I also have more news on this. Ooh. Levitard... Not yesterday, but the day before, uh, replayed your brother's call with us where he said that they were going to be getting your coffee and cinnamon donuts. <laughs> like, uh, and, he was, and he was genuinely disappointed. He was like, you know what, I really wanted Alec to like me and he just hates us <laughs> because he thinks we're going to be serving coffee to Daniel Baldwin at some point. It was it was kind of it's, a, it's actually not far-fetched to think about. Um, I will. Uh, I'm very excited because I'm taking a trip uh, today after work uh, to Bristol uh, to go meet some executives uh, and do some some business with uh, ESPN at the national headquarters. I'm very excited to I be see there. You have your dress jeans on and you your dress jeans, <laughs> and your <laughs> Under Armour luggage. My, my, my yes, I do. That's a Jim Kelly Under Armour luggage, oh, by the way. Oh, oh. By the way, Hall of Fame quarterback. Thank you. ESPN, let's keep it in the family. You get to spend a long time with the great one today. Are you excited? Well, no, actually, the great one is not going to be, as I predicted, he's not going to be on the bus because <coughs> he's sick. Okay. So he does not want to spread his illness, so he'll be taking his private limo. Oh. <laughs> you know he's chopping and landing on the roof. Nice. Of course he is. Course he, he is, is really sick. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I knew you were going to buddy up. You're, you're the mole. I, I'm the first one you're the that mole. Will, will bust chops on anybody. And I saw him yesterday. He was stuffy. He's and... in work again? He's in work? The Something guy's out. been traveling for two months. Of course he's going to get sick. You yes. wear your body down. He's been laying on a beach in the Bahamas. Of course he's tired. This I don't guy, know where he's been. He was so <laughs> confused and hopped up on the on the cold medicine yesterday. 
He told people he was on Metamucil instead of Mucinex. (laughs) (laughs) You got to stay regular. That's right. You know what? You're going to fire it up, fire it up, my friend. So back to my question of why you want to continue escalating. First of all, uh, this was not finished just because they turned around. This is not finished. We have never shot across their bow, as they say. I mean, I'm not looking to sink the Titanic right now, Mm -hmm. but there's definitely shots were fired. Shots were fired at us. Okay. So. Um, we have not shot back. Uh, the uh, I was told once by the famous Dr. Gerald Rosansky. Oh, him. Dr. Gerald Rosansky is one of the most accredited accredited uh, drug and alcohol psychiatrists in the oh. world. Uh, he got Steve House over, who was suspended the a first lifetime ban. Well, he was suspended like 13 times, and finally they came up with a rule called the Steve Howe rule, and he rehabilitated uh, Steve Howe. He was a big part of that. So... Because I was in trouble myself many years ago, uh, I went and sought his his help, and he helped me uh, tremendously. But he said to me one time in a session, he said, you know, Daniel, you're a pouncer. He goes, you're the, you're the type of person, if you look at how you handle these situations in your life, and you sit there and you wait until the opportune time where you're, where you're allowed to go ahead and get the person because they've done something, and then you pounce beyond you know what you should probably be doing. I'm about to pounce. So... Just know you if you're listening and and or you have access to the laboratory people, it's coming for sure. And I told them, I told him when we were on the show with Alec, I said, "Get ready, it's coming." And of course, Stugatz said he'll unleash his army and all this other. We've seen what Stugatz does. He uh, he sends guys down that write hand printed signs on our on, on our door. Mm-hmm. And very impressive, by the way. That was very impressive how far Stu went with his army. So um, yes, it's coming. It's coming soon. Uh, uh, I believe that this will refire um, uh, the war, uh, and and so be it. Um, uh, in the meantime, there's the possibility that I will be going back on on Friday, provided Billy wants to come on with me. So uh, they're going to play the Baldwin brothers. Thank God, there's so many of them running around. They might bend the rules and have you back on, even they, though you lost. Even though I lost, uh, they'll have Billy come on, and I'll pick for Billy. Oh, <laughs> so, all right. See how that works. Okay. Then we'll bring Stephen and Fredo and Harpo and all of them. All we'll right. just keep doing it. They'll all be there. Uh, uh, so that's interesting. Uh, but I'm excited about the trip today. Not so much to be on a bus with Seth for six hours. <laughs> Nobody would be excited. You want to hear the funniest thing you've ever heard? Please tell me. No, that's just Seth says oh, it that, every. Right, right. Seth says it every five minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to see the funniest thing you ever seen? That's his preamble. Yeah. All right. So I definitely bought the big headset to make it really obvious that I'm listening to something <laughs> smart, <laughs> like the big smart. white and gold giant Be- headset. Beats by Dr. Yeah, Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this makes Beats by Dr. Dre look tiny. The this don't of, f and talk to me don't by you Daniel the white Baldwin. Ones I bought yes. him, the giant one. I bought I those. You can't mistake them. No, you can't mistake them. The size of your head. Exactly. It's like wearing two baseball hats on your. Put one of those sleeping masks on. Yeah, exactly. You'll be good. <laughs> I'm, to- I'm doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the whole thing. You should shut up, Adam. You're intimidating. Well, now, now I've never spent a lot of time with Infante. What's he like? Uh, super nice. He's yeah, he's, he's really overly nice. nice yeah, he's overly nice. He's too nice for my liking. But and a sports a- nut. Yeah. Yeah, he he gets it. Cool. He's into, he'll talk. He'll talk uh, the X's and O's with what you. Are, what are we gonna do? Are, are you gonna come to the game? You're not coming to the game, are you? Florida okay. State Sunday, Saturday. No, no I'm a, at Canine Carnival. I'm walking dogs. I'm doing Canine Carnival and then going to the game. Can't I you? Can't, ch- no, I'm not doing both of those. Why not? Because I'm I I overlap. You don't have to overlap. I overlap. Are you like? The, what does that mean? That there's two of there's two different Canine Carnival events. 
I mean, two different walking things. He's there things. the four full hours. You're there for two. You're you're the 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 uh, the, the, the host of this. I, no, I I I said yes. I'll walk dogs, and now I got a schedule yesterday that says I'm there for the entire day. So I I will be there. Overlapping. Oh, did someone game. give you a schedule? Who gave? Who has the schedule? I don't know. I just got what time the dog walking's at. What time is the Florida State game? Noon. Yeah, I can't do that. Why? What are you doing at the game? Man, we're going to go see Syracuse beat Florida State and go three zero and put Dungey in number seven position for the Heisman. Yeah, I am. A, I'm busy at eleven a.m. and one p.m. <laughs> I'm not there for four hours. I'm there like two and a half hours. Then we grab the second half of the game. I was game. trying to cover your ass. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm there five hours. I'm there <laughs> six hours. <laughs> I'm trying to help out. Why do you No, want... I really am. I'm busy at 11 and 1. I have to do these celebrity dog walking. Wow. I'd be listening to the game. On... He, d- he doesn't want to go sit in a crowd of 30 some odd thousand people. Yeah, that Chicken either. wings and Ed Sweet. I'm not invited to Ed Sweet. And nor do I have to. I want, where am I going to park? I don't go places if I can't park. Come with me. You park in the media parking lot right by the door. What? Yeah. I don't know the access you have. I don't even I have that. <laughs> I've been there 20 years. What parking lot are you talking about? I've never I'll tell you it, where. So you pull, you know where the media comes in, um, where the cops are and the buses for the teams park? Yeah. Okay. Right. There's a booth right there. You go like this. Here's that entrance. And here's a little tiny parking lot that holds like 25 cars. Yeah. You park right in that the one. TV truck. Yeah, that's how are you getting in there? That is outrageous. You get a little <laughs> tip of the I hand. park every time. Do you know who I am? I'm Daniel Baldwin. I, I, don't, I don't even bother. I put I'm, it in four-wheel drive and go up the curb around the I thing. Am yeah, Alex that's what the guy brother. said to me one time. Yeah, that's what I say. I told him I'm <laughs> Alex's brother. No, he's he's got no. He just has the the balls to. If you look like you're supposed to be there, you just go. You through. got it. That's what happens. I don't have those. There's a guy balls. that works the lot there. He's a great guy, Oscar, and uh, and I have permission to park <laughs> just there. Just threw him under the bus. And, uh, no, <laughs> no, Oscar's, gave Oscar's the great. Uh, no, Oscar was told let him park there. I went to the head of the head of security and parking. I said, I can't go through these other entrances. It's very dangerous. <laughs> I'm very sought after. I can't. I just yeah, really right. can't. Meanwhile, okay. I walk by the people. No one has a clue. No one has, Alec, you look fat. Uh, yeah, that doesn't matter. I just go with it, though. But if you, it is a matter of delivery. You realize that. That when you walk up and you go, yeah, Oscar, didn't Pete tell you? And he goes, you need to get a permit from Pete. You need to get Pete to yeah, give you the I permit. Yeah, I didn't get it, though. He's, he's got it inside. Oscar. Oscar. Pete said, okay, so what do you want me to do? You want me to walk in and tell Pete you said no? All right. Do you really want Pete involved in this? No, no, no. Now you're getting it. So, and then the other thing that's really, really great is that I've got Robin leaning out the window going, Hi, Oscar. How are you? Do you want a water? Do you want anything? You know, and what are you going to say? No to Robin? You're going to say no to Robin? No, you're not. Robin gives you bats the eyelashes at you with the curly locks and the whole bit. Rack of lamb. Come on. I saw her drop you off today at the studio. She like did. she's she, dropping her kids off at school. She did. Have a good day, honey. She did. So, so, I, so and it was it was bad, man. So I, I went and got this uh, really good shape Jaguar for her, and because she couldn't pick a car, mm-hmm. so I buy this car. <laughs> so I bring it up, and the t- and the the back left tire was just a little because it had been sitting in the driveway and she's been gone for a month. So I, I've got this compressor and the the thing that fits onto it isn't really exactly for a tire. Yeah. So I kind of push it down there hard and I turn the compressor on. It lets half the air out of the tire now, almost all the way down. And now I can't get the compressor to, to attach to it because I don't have the right attachment. So there's the car looking like it's ghettoing out now that it's lost the thing. Then it sat so long I didn't think to go out there and start it. So it's got to turn it over. So I hook up the charger. And I and I turn around. And I charge it up. I fire it up. It fires up. But every time I take my foot off the gas, it it conks out. 
So she's looking at me going, great car. Great car you want me to drive around in. You bought her a lemon? I'm, 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 I'm looking like I bought her a lemon right now. It's, a, it's actually a really nice car. Is that fuel injected or carburetor? No, I know. It's, it's uh, What kind of engine inspected. you got on that thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah. Wait, the, what's going on? the hood. Let's see what's going yeah, on under there. Let's get on there. Yeah, we need to take a look at it. So going to Bristol, uh, uh, and here's a, a big thing, a big thing about this trip to Bristol. So we're going to go... I'm 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 going to guess maybe this won't come true, but I'm going to guess that this is going to be the scenario. We're going to sit and go backstage for Golik and Wingo. Now I know Mike Golik for a long thirty years, you know, so I, I've known him. I haven't seen him in quite some time, but he just recently over this Levitard situation in Stugatz, he tweeted me because Stugatz went on there and 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 and. We, we look like we had a truce going. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on the next day and, and fires me personally up again and says all kinds of terrible things about the fat one and who's Daniel Baldwin and blah, blah, blah. So he, he, he also rekindled stuff. He asked for it. Yeah. So now to be in the audience of Golik and Wingo, I'm going to guess, and this may not happen, but I'm going to guess that there that Mike's going to address something about this on air. In which case, I have some surprises that I'm gonna I'm going to announce. Okay, uh, and I'm going to uh, hopefully get a statement from uh, Mike about how he feels about what this uh, what this journeyman had to say on the Levitard show. Uh, now, Gullick and Wingo crushes the Levitard in numbers. I mean, they're they're huge. Do we have some numbers? Can we? Can no, we you, know, I look, I, you think I get the millions numbers? versus millions? Is it not? You That's think what I, I get. Think. The numbers. Come I think I think I think Ed has the national numbers on everybody. I think we bring Ed in the studio to talk about it. Sick and all. What do you think? Uh, oh, like, that's great. We'll be I uh, going like, break now. I don't like, talk, <laughs> I don't like talking to you. Ed. I know. You, the guy is one of the sharpest guys and, and best. Oh, if I need him for like business purposes. I'm talking about as a guest. He's been in radio forever. He's been all the way from. Did you ever hear the tape that Ed Levine, the great Ed Levine, did uh, that he has uh, of him when he buries Stern? He's the I only have. other guy I know that crushed Stern besides me. Only other guy. That's what we have in common. That that's the kind of guest he is. And 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 you're afraid to have him on. What's wrong with you? You've got goal. He should be on, you know, at least a couple times a month coming in here telling He's us. He's not going to do it if I ask him. If you ask him, he might come on. He you ain't coming what? on for first me. First of all, first of all, this fear that you. you this two, isn't a fear, but. You two have a fear of it's Ed It's not Levine. a fear. He wouldn't come. If I said, hey, Ed, we need you to come on, he wouldn't come on. If you said it, he'd come on. First of all, he appreciates you and likes you a lot more than you. He just can't give you his theory. And this is, I'm, I'm, um, I haven't been told this, but I'm, 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 I'm kind of processed it to this. His theory is you're the type of person that he doesn't want to give too much rope to because he's afraid then you'll screw it up. <laughs> so, so, so that, I, I believe that, and there's people like that. You know, you you look at uh, you don't want to give too much. To, you mentioned something like this about uh, Salzone at one point. You said, ah, don't don't give him too much to do, but you know, because he'll get overwhelmed. I think it was what what you thought would happen. So that's another reason why you don't give him too much rope. So I think Ed has that feeling a little bit, but he's also. And this takes. This is the sign of why you know somebody is. Look at how successful he is. Look at how many radio stations are under his umbrella and the events that they do and the size of them. And you know the, he's who he is for a reason. When he said he didn't think that you would be great personality to have on the on the show on Mike, 
it was after a couple of weeks that he went, you know what, I was wrong. And so somebody as powerful as that, that runs a conglomerate like this, that can turn around and say, hey, you know what, I was wrong. He, you know, keep it the way it is. Don't, don't, you know, go overboard with anybody on the show. But it's a nice balance, and it's turned out to be. He admitted that he did not see that in the beginning, and that's a, that's a sign of a leader right there. It is. All right, it is. The, I, of course, have never been wrong, but. but Let's uh, get, we're really late on a break. Oh Let's my get, God! Go we, to break. Let's go to break. Are, no, hold, Spin hold the dial. Hold on. Spin I the dial. We have to make our Thursday night football pick today because you're not here tomorrow. So we're gonna have Forrest come in and draw the logos, oh, which is now my Forrest favorite. Get in here. Oh, yes, Forrest. My favorite Forrest. thing. So starting at the beginning of so what, we'll have him draw during. So oh, we what. have some pictures we need to take, don't we? Yes. I got yes. a whopper of a so what today. Oh. Give me time. Wow. I'm so excited. It's time for. Uh, um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't... Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio! You understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you is right. All right, so we got Forrest. In hang, hang on one second, Josh. We're still at Forrest. We've got the Bengals and the Ravens tonight on Thursday Night Football. Cincinnati is at home against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, do we have a line on the game? We what's the line on the game, Josh? You're the come on. I don't have the. I can I'll get on ESPN. Go ahead. You're yeah. a, you have a job. Right. I'll do it. Forrest you... is going to. You're done. You're done. Oh, with I'm looking at the line. You're for done. You. You're no... you, you put, put your, your phone, phone down, cheater. Put your phone down. No, I'm looking at the line. It's still have... Baltimore under one. Baltimore under one. Does Negative he even one. understand? Negative... No. I Baltimore minus one. Okay, so Baltimore is giving one point at the end of the game. Add one single point on Cincinnati. It's pretty, uh, no, it's not because you could you could still miss an extra pointer. Um, okay, so um, actually, 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 if Pittsburgh was plus one, they would have won that bet, wouldn't <laughs> let's, they? Uh, let's let's uh, do so what, and we'll so come, come back after the Forrest. next break and make our picks. As Good Forrest point. draws the logos behind Daniel Baldwin, if you're watching on the Facebook feed, Facebook. Dot com slash ESPN Syracuse with Hurricane Florence approaching in the Carolinas this weekend's West Virginia NC State, East Carolina and Virginia Tech, and UCF North Carolina games have all been canceled. Can not suck it up? You can't play in a hurricane. <laughs> Why not? Miami is the hurricane. Oh. Let's do it. Suck it up and play the game. Syracuse played uh, Wake Forest in the remnants of a hurricane a couple years ago, and that was not fun. I say play the game. Play it. If you got to call the game, don't project. If you got to call the game, you got to call the game. The Pittsburgh Steelers have removed Le'Veon Bell from their depth chart. For, even for this week, too? Yeah. He ain't coming back. He's never coming back to Pittsburgh? I don't know. Bro, start- I want a hot take on that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm starting to think he's, he's never not coming, coming back. Well, I, I want think- the music for that. That's a gigantic hot take. That's a hot take of the day in sports. If you're right about that. All right, hold on. Play it. I got a. Jeez, you're not even queued up, ready to go. That's I got a lot going on. Wait, 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 wait. I know. Wait. Oh. <laughs> I double win. Let's see which one he chose. That take was so hot. The fire department is on the way. Now back to the show. Who does the announcing of that? Jim Cutler. He's the ESPN national voice guy. Jim Cutler, ladies and gentlemen. All right, it's so the voice of God. Is that a so what or not a so what? 
Uh, it's not a so what. He's the best running back in football, and he's just completely. But wait a second, I'm trying to digest what you just said. Do you realize that that did that just jump out of your mouth because you really didn't mean it, or no? That he's I, never coming back. I'm at this point where I'm starting to think like if he really cared about winning a Super Bowl and that was the important thing to him. After a tie to the Cleveland Browns, he'd probably say, "You know what? Maybe I should come back. I gotta help my uh, team." Yeah. Well, that that's the thing that you, that you can't I, let their record just keep sucking. Well, that's the thing that I wondered about. So. Would it make any sense, you know, you talk about, and I brought this up as an example before, Brady taking less money to open up room on the salary cap to sign other guys for the team to be successful. Um, you know, he certainly, Tom Brady isn't hurting for money, but neither is Le'Veon Bell. So I wonder, is there not some middle ground that he would do that he'd say, look, while we're in ongoing negotiations, I'm going to come back and play on the team and whatever we decide on, you owe me for the game that I, you know, that I, that I, I didn't have a contract for. So, you know, because if anything puts him in the catboard seat is to have him come back and rush for 200 against somebody and say, see, you tied, you know, Cleveland without me. Here's you I would go with that. If I was his agent, I'd say, get out there. Um, but, but you'd think that there'd be some goodwill between them. No, I, I, and he's, I pulling, he's totally selfish on this. Well, not necessarily. Here's, here's, they're both <clears throat> wrong. The Steelers and Bell. The Steelers should have ponied up more money for him being the best running back in football. And what they did is perfectly legal and part of the the agreement that the Players Association agreed to. So they did it. And Bell should respect that also. Mm-hmm. But they should have met in the middle and gotten the guy some more money at some point. Not a so what. Not a so what. David Price will not opt out of his Boston Red Sox, Red Sox contract to, quote, go to a lesser team. Cool. Okay. He's in the <laughs> third year of his seven-year $270 million contract with the Bo Sox. He is scheduled to make $31 million next season and $32 million each of the final three years of his deal. <laughs> Guess, check this out. So, big time, big Steve, the stick, mm-hmm. the human stick, mm-hmm. the golfing machine. Yeah, uh, our the master, boss. One of the masterminds and our bosses here at yeah. uh, um, at Galaxy. He just wrote me. Did Josh just call him Levon Bell? Yes, he <laughs> did. I really? He can't get it straight. Levon Bell. What am I saying? You mm-hmm. called him Levar. Leave on me. You <laughs> called him Ball. When you not strong. I don't even know. You know what? Why didn't he go to my alma mater? Why didn't he go to Ball State? I don't know. Then he could be Levon Ball. That's what I call my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, Ball State. All right, this one's going to get... <laughs> nice. Nice. This one's going to get Baldwin wound up. All right. Oh, baby, I like it. Come All right. On, bring it to me. Forbes magazine has released college football's most valuable teams. And number one... Do you want to guess who number hold one on, is? Yeah, yeah. So Stanford. Is, hold, on, hold on, hold on. So we're saying valuable and what, is, what are the parameters? Yeah, what are the parameters? Of the, the revenue they brought in last year. Oh, oh Alabama. Oh, oh, no, Alabama didn't bring in the most money. They didn't bring in the most money. No. Notre Dame or somebody like that brings in the most money. Some I will na- tell you. Iconic oh yeah, well, Notre Dame's got the TV cast. See, I don't know what's involved in this. Is yeah, it, it merchandise? Is. It brings in the most money, merchandising all of it. So Notre Dame sells all through Europe and Ireland. I'm going to guess Notre Dame. I'm going to Alabama. Go. Uh, no, neither of you. Notre Dame is number seven. Alabama's number four. The number one most profitable college team is Texas A&M. Okay, it see, brought no, in $148 million what, last year. What goes into this, though? Is Go it Aggies. ticket sales? Is it, you know, it's everything. It's, it's everything. It's, it's everything. revenue. It's just it's straight up shirt, revenue. Is it the college? 
it's it's that's not it, there's got to be more to it. So it, it, no, you're missing the point. So I'm sitting with George Steinbrenner, and I told you the story. Yeah, I know. And it, I'm having lunch, and I ask him, "Does it bother you that your your the, the amount of money that you spend on your team?" I have uh, the breakdown. Is is, All right. is is the most of any team in pro sports? And he went, "No." And he said, "I got to tell you something. I have never not." covered the costs of the salaries of my players with uh, and, and had to take anything else but the revenue that I make on hats. But college might be different. Hats. It, the college might be different where the NCAA gets a, a chunk of no, it all. They we're, t- f- we're talking about how much money they make at the, the entire program makes, period. What do you got? Break they it make down. $41 million in ticket sales. Okay. There you go. There's also licensing, there's also revenue, and there's also alumni contributions, no. which are oh, not okay. See, mentioned. that would have oh. made a huge difference because then you go by the- Because you would have said A&M right away. No, then. no, no, but the richer <laughs> fan bases. So who's number two? Number two is Texas Longhorns. They, br- they brought in $133 yeah. million. And they've got their own TV network. See, I but the point I was bringing up for Daniel to get wound up on, in 2017, Texas A&M had $107 million in profit. In profit. profit in one year, and they can't afford to give some kid who's never going to play in the pros. Man. They can't afford to give him, you know, thirty grand. They, are they can't afford to. Pay. No, they're, they're not giving, giving him anything. Thirty grand that, education. Oh yeah, I know. And he's Free going to and he's, and go, trips and he's and going to class every day. <laughs> Leave on me. And then finally, <laughs> how dare you? I'm a sports. Uh, I wish he would leave. Leave. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Because we all need someone we can leave on. One of my biggest Make fears. Like a tree and leave on. <laughs> One of my biggest fears has come true. You have to pronounce a name? Yes. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Le- Le- Leon Bell. No. Uh, <laughs> the Jumbotron at the Charles E. Smith Center at George Washington <clears throat> Universe fell on the court. Wow. Oh, they're so lucky there wasn't a game or anything. Did anybody I, get hurt? No. It was lucky it was emptied. The stadium was emptied. And there's photos of it. I can show you photos in one I've second. I always wanted. You know what? They need some rich alumni that went to George Washington University to buy them a new Jumbotron. It is one of my biggest fears <laughs> seeing those things hang there at any sporting event and the thing just fell right out of the sky. <laughs> Do you know why I just said that? Why? Uh, that's Alex alma mater. <laughs> Is it really? Oh. George Washington. What's he going to do about it? I don't know. We're going to have to give him a call. It just uh, it just underwent some renovations, and now the scoreboard's on oh, the ground. Oh, great. That makes me feel great when they put the so, new so, roof so, in so, so, wait, so wait, so wait, wait. Here's, here's the thing that we need to do now mm. to tie the two stories up. Yeah. What is the revenue of George Washington University's athletic programs? Oh, hold on that, a second. That, that that school with alumni and everything that they have can't get a decent jumbo drawn up there? Their founder couldn't even afford real teeth. Wow. What? It's a hot take. <laughs> they didn't even make all one, two, two. They didn't even make the top twenty five. Well, of course they didn't. They don't even well, have they, they only have a football team. They oh. got they got they, but they got a basketball team that's pretty good. What was your brother's major? Political science, I think. Oh. And uh uh they had a guy that played there when he went there that I watched play. His name was Les Anderson. They called him Les High Rise Anderson. This guy had that sick, like, 40-inch vertical, and he would dunk in practice. It was awesome to watch. Let's go to break. Come back. <laughs> that was an talk awesome more. story. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Canine Carnival happening Saturday. <laughs> I don't got nothing he does. <laughs> I thought you were going to let Daniel say hello. No, go ahead, and then we'll get to Daniel. Viagra!
I never knew a little pill like you could ever do for me. I hate trying to direct this show. Wayne Mahler's K9 Carnival is happening Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Jamesville Beach Park. Admission is free. If you're looking to add a pup to the family, hundreds of dogs are up for adoption. Food trucks, wine slushies, and plenty of pet-related booths. Of course, all made possible thanks to GNC Foods and Wegmans. That brings us to our underdog of the day. Oh! For the K9 Carnival. Wow. What happened on February 11th, 1990, Daniel Baldwin? Okay, let me think. February 11th, 1990. Paulie Sibili was a senior in high school when this happened. I remember it as if it were yesterday. February 11th. So I'm trying to think of what happens in February. Uh, it's a Super Bowl? Nope. It is uh, the sweet science. Ooh, boxing. I'm going to say uh, uh, in 1990? Yep. Okay, so that's not going to be anything to do with Tyson. Yeah. Tyson, Tyson wins the title? Tyson lost to Buster Douglas on February. And that was 1990? February 11th, 1990. 27 years ago? Yep. The odds were so bad that no casino but the Mirage wanted to put odds on it. Buster Douglas was a 42 to 1 underdog. And you want to know what's crazy about that? What's that? I was in your city. I was in San Diego. I was, I can't remember what I was doing. I was working on something or whatever. I had gotten off work. I walked into the hotel room. I turned the TV on, and they had a close, like a, a, a pay per view or something, and it said, Mike Tyson, James Buster Douglas is somewhere in Japan. Tokyo and I, Dome. And I turned around and I went, do I want to watch Tyson knock this guy out in 30 seconds? I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything else. And I, I watched that fight. And I normally never would have watched that fight. It just so happened that when I turned it on, it came on that I could buy it in my hotel room. So as a service in this hotel, you were allowed to do pay-per-view stuff provided you had a valid credit card on file. So I bought the fight. And I, I couldn't believe. I remember when he went down and he's reaching that famous shot of him reaching for in real time when it happened. He's, he's out. But he's grabbing his mouthpiece and put, trying to put it back in his mouth while Tyson's out. And I went, oh, but but I I also remember vividly thinking, watch this now because when I when they started to I got in there early enough they were telling the story. Buster Douglas's mother died like the night before or something. Oh. I mean, it was some terrible thing that happened. I I think it was something like that. And I think his mom died like one or two days before, and it was one of those. Go win the championship, you know. Don't worry, I'm so, whatever. It was. It, it built it up so much that I went, "Holy crap! What if this guy knocks him?" <laughs> like, like yeah. You thought about it because they made it such a storybook, and then I thought, "Oh no, they're just trying to build this up because it's going to be such a terrible fight." And then he knocked. He knocks Tyson out. He was forty-two to one underdog. No boxer had taken Tyson past the fifth round in three years prior to that fight. Uh, his mother died 23 days before the title belt. I knew, I knew something was, yeah. So there you go. That's our underdog of the day. Buster Douglas ruined everybody's video game playing because then you got stuck buying the Buster Douglas video game, and it stunk. Man, you know what, though? He knocked out Mike Tyson. They say, they say it was because of his reach. His 12-inch reach kept Tyson away from being able to unload his hammers so on him and Tyrell Biggs him. and other guys that were also six four and you know what I mean he knocked the champ out so that was that was badass. Time to make our Thursday night football picks, Daniel Baldwin. Uh, can we t- can we reveal the how's the drawings? I the drawings this week are go ahead and turn around as uh, Neil drew them. Not horrible. They're not good, but they're not horrible. <laughs> not horrible. 
That's the Bengals emblem. It's a B with a with the Bengals Cincinnati like Bengal stripes. Yeah, is, are the Bengal stripes? Do they go all the way down three times, or did he get it right where he only did half of the B? Hold on, let me track. Let me if see he, if, if it, he got the stripes right. I'll I want to see if he's got like Rain Man memory, you know, thing in the. Yeah, let's see that. The Raven kind of looks like Heckle and Jekyll. It also looks like um, um, on the Raven head on the head up there. An eight. It looks like it has. Oh, um, he nailed that, it. That's funny. Your uh, your interpretation of that 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 looks like an eight. Some people would say that's supposed to look like a B. I think it looks like. Um, a molar tooth. <laughs> yeah, I do. I see that. With, with two cavities on yeah, it. Yeah, I see that. I see that. <laughs> All right, what's the line in this game? What are we going to settle the line is? Because I'm getting the line is the it's Bengals plus three. Negative so one. Where are you getting one? Under one. I got Bengals plus three. On... I looked at the ESPN. Oh, God, I got to turn his back. Oh, I checked ESPN. All right, so, so Forrest, who are you taking? Ravens. Ravens. Even with the under yeah, Ravens. one. You're taking the Ravens. Who are you taking? I am going to take the Baltimore Ravens. Good. I'm going to take the Bengals as the only oh. person going on the outside. Uh, they have a very, very difficult time playing against Marvin's defenses traditionally. Um, I like the Ravens uh, uh, choking in the fourth quarter. Cincinnati Bengals win the game 24-21 at home. All right. In NFL talk, I know that it's a— uh, One and a half. Ahead of the head of schedule, three. but news is breaking that the Buffalo Bills will start Josh Allen for QB against the Chargers. Well, they're they're just going to ruin this kid. Uh, if you're going to start, you know who's playing really, really well though is uh, uh, Rivers. He looks really good, revitalized, like he's uh, he's doing something. You um, think it's dumb to start him? You so said? wait, wait, wait. Let's, I let's, didn't let's, say settle, that. let's settle on this. I, because, I think it's dumb to start him. I don't. You're just. I, I don't know. They have a choice. They're going to mentally destroy this kid. I don't think I don't so. think they have a choice. You don't think so? What's he going to do? He's got no one to throw the ball to, no offensive line. They're going to get him killed. Just put put the other loser out there and let him get throttled <laughs> for a year. Wow. Go 0 and 16. Take your lumps. Um I'm getting this line, guys, at 3. You're getting two, one and a half, one, well, two. I looked on the ESPN app. That's where I got from. Uh, my facts are correct. I have a bookie. <laughs> I called my man Jimbo, and he said, I'm good. I said, what's the... I put 10 large on it. What's the under <laughs> on it? <laughs> I'm riding 10 large Have you ever bet... You, you can't figure out... You've never bet a football game before? Not with, like, a spread, but I bet, like, with friends on Super Bowls. But you can't, you've never even tried to figure out spreads? Like, you... No. I've never, I've never tried to figure it out. I feel like we need to have him put yeah. lines on games now. So. <laughs> one, one, one and a half, Bengals, you're right. So that's wow. the line, one and a half. All right, so we'll do that. Three Bengals, one Ravens. No, three, no, Ravens, three Ravens, one, one Bengals. Bengal. He's get your the standalone out. right there. I'm, 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 I'm going I'm to give everybody else a loss we'll, here. And get, we'll take a quick right break again. In. And we'll be right back. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. You can meet Daniel Baldwin this Friday at the 44 Block Party in Armory Square. You said you were, I knew I was going to get this look from him. You said, what? You're in, you, I've got the message. You said I'm in for the Block Party Friday. Daniel Baldwin and Seth Everett will be appearing live to meet fans and motivating the crowd. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Plus, Brent Axe will do his show live from 4 to 6. I love, I'm, so I get to go on Axe's show? 
Sure. But I love uh, Axe is is the quintessential professional. I would love to do a show with him. Yeah. Do part of the show. If you think I'm going and you're not going, you're out of your mind. You're going to. So if you want me there, you have to show up. All right, it's right, it's right outside the Great. door. I'm as there. Long, as long as you're going to be there for as long as you're not going to walk in and walk out, you're going to stay. You're going to do what I have to do. You're going to run around. This okay. Friday from 4 to 10 p.m., six Friday. hours of fun. The dude from uh, yeah, Rusted Root, Michael yeah, Rebecca will be six. there from Rusted Root performing. My kids don't get home till 4.30, so I'm going to have to, uh, I'll have to just take the truck myself. Otto and the Syracuse Marching Band will be there to add to the fun. Admission is free. Bring the family down to Armory Square's Shot Clock Park. Right outside the most this Friday, kicking off at 4 o'clock. Where's Shot Clock? Right, right there. outside, the, right Starbucks. outside the Starbucks, bro. The Starbucks? The Starbucks is down there. No, it's down there. No Where's one can see us point. Yeah, it's down there. Yeah, it's down there. <laughs> okay, I got it. I'm looking for the front door. Well, I don't want to... It's down there. I don't want so to... if I go to Starbucks, where's there a park? The shot clock's right out. It's not really a park. Oh, it's that... Okay, it's I got the it. Mount of dirt. <laughs> it's the mound of dirt. It's that big mulch factory. Are we, do, are we doing anything for the game? We got to get some... I'm going to shoot some live footage. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll go around. How about we walk around and interview people? And make totally. them pick, and then we'll come back Monday and make fun of them. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Make fun of their pick. Get some good videos. Idea. A lovely mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. What do you got going? You got all kinds of stuff going this week. You're the master of ceremonies at the Dwayne Mahar event. Yeah. You're walking dogs. You're not coming to the game. No. What are you I, doing Sunday? You're just going to take it easy? I don't want you to overwork yourself. Are <laughs> you concerned? Thank you. No. I don't know what I'm doing Sunday. I feel like I'm being... Do I you watch like, football anymore? Like, or ever? Yeah. If it's on. So, so... What? When you go to this thing to walk the dogs, does someone say, oh, I want Josh to walk my dog, and they pay a donation to them? or what, what No, no, no. You just walk a dog. Like So there's a big open area, and the pe and the yeah. visitors, the attendees, if you will, surround this big open area, like a Roman Coliseum, and there's a bunch of, quote, celebrity dog walkers. Why I'm there, I don't know, but there's a celebrity huge. dog walker. Come Thank on. You. Huge. And uh, they just, like, the uh, the organization says, here, pair this dog up with this guy. It's, you walk it around. This Hopefully is get the worst act. Yes, okay, so we're walking dogs that need a home yes. and displaying them in front of the people. And saying, somebody adopt this beautiful dog. That was the worst explanation I've ever heard. Well, how would you explain from me? it? I would know from him. All he had to say was, we walk dogs that need adoption. Right. Instead, he took four hours in why are you so, you, you know, I want you to get more rest. Yeah, I want please. you to get more rest. I want him to be more succinct. I'm concerned about you. Um, so, well, I, 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 did, I did try to interpret it for you. <laughs> so you're the celebrity that walks the dog around the people I'll, trying to get it adopted. Mm, yes. Okay. So, uh, he's, so bringing my dogs then, because there's, there'd be so much fun in this and they get so much yeah. attention, is a bad idea? No, 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 no. It's dog Are we going to detract I'm bringing from, my dog. I'm bringing my little dog. Can I throw one of the little dogs on top of my dog and yes. walk it around? Yes, you can. Here's my take, Baldwin. And it's nothing to do with your dogs. I would not bring your dogs. I would just go walk the dogs, go to the football game because you've got an hour drive to and from. Oh and yeah, then what are you going to do with the dogs during the football game? Yeah. That's a good point. You know, this is what, you, what I'm trying to get at. You see, so I'm wondering if Robin even wants to come to the game. So I send Robin home with the dogs, and I go to the game. Yes. Like Wine and dine up in the box. Get yeah. some delicious chicken I tenders. Been, I don't know. Hopefully the Bristol. <laughs> hopefully the Bristol uh, um, appearance. Like brings me back into the fold with Ed, with the. Great I would one. hope so. I mean, I'm be, hoping it does I'm hoping, because man. you know that, or I could get on Golik and Wingo and blow it all, couldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you could do. I don't know what you could do. There's always the risk of, of you blowing it all for sure. There's you're going to be that. all. You guys are you're jet setting this week here at the the. You're going to Bristol tomorrow. The 
shot clock party and the no, no I'm going Bristol Golic and Wingo shot clock canine uh, carnival th- there's FSU. a part of me that's going to be down in Miami on Friday too <laughs> uh, and then uh, then we're going uh, uh, to your shot clock party after that then I'm going to dog walker uh, and then I'm going to the uh, the game and my mom's celebrity golf tournament is on Sunday oh brutal oh. I got a brutal schedule oh brutal schedule. Said Play with the great in, Mark Colvin. Said I wasn't invited to be a celebrity golfer. Yeah, you got. Are you playing that tournament? You got a foursome you, or something? Still, you can still pay a grand and get a foursome yeah, and go in there. I got to work another year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm surprised we don't have a Galaxy team. I'm surprised Ed's not just writing that check. Has anyone checked with him? Who can, who, who Do you can, know how big of a waste of money it would be to put us out on a golf? Like, I would just donate the money. You don't want four people for stick. Ed, maybe, probably the best golfers in the building. Does Ed golf? I don't know, but I'm just saying. Gomez is a good golfer. Gomez plays. uh, So does uh, Nick 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 plays. Stick plays. And then he won't worry about you. The mole. Well, are you kidding me? I use, you know, they've asked me to do these things, and I did one of them, and then they've never asked me again. <laughs> trying to tell you something? I guess. They were like, hey, it'd be great if you came down and did this uh, golf tournament. Well, and I did it, and I'm terrible, and then they'll be asked I me get again. asked for one reason, and Gomez will testify to this. Of the things when I used to be, I, I was really good. I mean, I got it down to a low single digit. I played every day, you know, the whole bit. I hit balls multiple times a week because I was so frustrated watching people kill me at these <laughs> events. So, and yeah. But I can smash it pretty yeah, I've far heard still. That. I've heard so that. So I told Gomez when I got there, I go, if it's a scramble, I'm a guy you want on your team. Because if you get a ball in the fairway, I'm going to miss multiple fairways throughout the round because I swing so hard. But when I catch one, I'm going to put you way up by the green with golf clubs in your hand that you never usually hit. Didn't you win the long ball? Uh... I did. I drove, I hit it past the long drive perimeter, and I put it up on the on the hills on the side of the green. All right, we'll be back on Friday. No show tomorrow. Back Friday live with a lot of shenanigans. Daniel Baldwin. This is 